You're listening to Titans Time, the Tetherade podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Hey guys, before we start the show, I wanted to thank you for tuning in. And if you're new, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss future episodes. Also, when we started on Zoom call, I didn't realize that my audio was coming through my computer instead of my microphone. So our audio quality isn't quite on par with what it usually is, but we still had an amazing interview with Dexter McCluster, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. We have got a guest with us today, a former pro bowler, and he's a seven-year NFL player. He spent two of those years with our Tennessee Titans. Um... He was voted first team all pro uh, as a punt returner by pro football riders and the CEO of McCluster Fit. And that's Dexter yes, McCluster. Sir. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank y'all for having me. How y'all yes, doing sir. today? Doing great. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I mean, you, you really don't know how much it means to us. We, we really, really appreciate it. Um, and just, it's great. Thank you. Anytime, man. No problem. Anytime. Tyler, you doing uh, good today as well? I am. Uh, glad to have Dexter on with us and, you know, excited to uh, get into this interview and, you know, learn more about uh, you and your playing time and also right. uh, McCluster Fit and, you know, what yes, all sir. you got going on with that. Right, right. We can dive on into anything. Like I said, thank you guys again, man. But, you know, uh, God's been really blessing me uh, these days, man. Things are good. You know, I'm healthy. Uh, my wife is, you know, just as beautiful as the first day I met her. We have four daughters, man. I'm just, I'm living a life in Nashville, so I'm enjoying Nashville most definitely. I'm enjoying Nashville. That's good. That's great. Definitely glad to hear yes, that. Um, yeah. I want to ask you. I, I want to know what what your thoughts are on just kind of what's going on right now with the NFL and just like the things that they have going on for this upcoming season because it's something that we have never really seen before. Um, right. They're going to have like daily testing for players and mm-hmm. uh, there, there's no preseason games. Uh, what do you, right. as, as for, I mean, for players that are really like on the bubble or maybe struggling to make a team, what does that have as like, what kind of effect does that have on them? Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, um, as you know, we're living in tough times right now with the COVID and everything. So uh Life in general, you know, uh, is, is not the same. We're outside of our norm, you know. So as far as how the NFL is conducting it, you know, uh, players, we want to play. You know, uh, we want to be competitive. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, as players, we still have families to take care of. So on Absolutely. that aspect, I hope they, you know, find a way to kind of, you know, uh, see eye to eye in that aspect. But like you said, with the guys that, you know, uh, are coming in trying to fight for that spot, maybe the undrafted guys that, you know, uh, didn't get drafted and really, you know, may not have that much film, you know, so it's going to take away, you know, uh, from those guys like that, the guys that are, that are on the bubble that really need to go out there and grind it. And, you know, uh, coaches need to see that, you know, so it's going to be different, you know, so uh, I would say to those guys, man, just stay encouraged, you know, uh, stay the course. You might not have the opportunity, but when the opportunity does come, make sure you're not denied, you know, so always be ready in that aspect of it. So again, man, it's, it's, it's different, you know, uh, I'm glad to be retired right now. Now I can relax a little bit, kick back, and I don't have to worry about that part of it. But, you know, it's going to be tough for those guys, man. But, you know, if they stay the course, stay focused, and I think I think it'll be okay. In the preseason games, you know, uh, guys, you know, I've been in the locker room around a lot of guys, and, you know, sometimes we really don't 
want to play those preseason <laughs> games, you know, because that's that's another opportunity for us to go out, yeah, you know, to show what we can do. But then again, we, you know, uh, run into the risk of getting hurt, you know, before the, the season even starts, you know. So um, it's some positives and some negatives. So I'm just kind of interested to see how it all plays out. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, like you said, safety is a top priority. And uh, yeah. I, I would yes. love to see football. But, you know, keeping everybody safe is definitely – always the number one thing and you know like another thing that you mentioned some of these veterans uh they might actually be glad to have some of these or all of these preseason games canceled because it's along with COVID it's another opportunity for them to go out and potentially get injured which uh would be a terrible thing to happen right it's a long season man you know uh, like you said you know some of the older guys that's you know been through the you know, the the wear and tear, you know, year by year by year, you know, going out there and pounding, you know, and some of those guys, I, would, I wouldn't say um, are comfortable, but they're at a point now to where, you know, the proof is in the pudding. They know what I'm capable of, so I don't necessarily have to go out there and do that. So I know those guys, you know, are, are really kind of thinking on it at, at that point as well. So I don't know, like I said, I'll see how it figures out, man. I'll be right here with you when they announce it. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, that's something that yeah. me and Tanner have talked about you know, a lot how, you know, we're hoping that they can have the season and everything right. just from the fan perspective. But at the same time, you know, like you mentioned, you know, a lot of these players have families and you want the yes. best for these players and for their family to keep them safe. Right. Um, and, you know, me and Tanner have talked a lot about the uh, undrafted free agents and the guys that are having to scratch and claw, yes. you know, to make the team. And, you know, why under- – I understand why the preseason was canceled, but, you know, like you said, that's just some opportunities that's taken away from right. those guys to, you know, maybe not necessarily make the team that they're on right now, mm-hmm. but to even get tape out there for other teams to see. Exactly. You know, that's, that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be tough, you know, um, but again, I can tell those guys, man, just, just stay ready, be encouraged. You know, it, it might not go the way you want it now, man, but just, Stay that course, and, and when that opportunity comes, man, you make sure that you do everything you have to do, whether it's, you know, uh, extra film study, whether it's staying late, whether it's talking to that veteran that's been in the locker room, you know, for those years. Hey, man, you know, uh, how do you take care of your body? You know, uh, just the ins and out of, you know, just mm-hmm. being successful and being a pro, you know. So, again, it's going to be tough, man, but uh, those guys are competitors at heart. You know, you have to play this game. You can't play this game and not be a competitor. So, those guys are still going to take whatever opportunity they get and just, you know, show what they got when when his time is right. Right, and kind of keeping on that same page a little bit, um, what advice uh, or what would you say to rookies coming into the NFL, you know, this season, which obviously with uh, COVID and everything, right. you know, that's completely changed even everything for the start of the season for them. So right. what advice right. would you give them? Uh, I guess the, the same thing I was just saying before, you know, kind of to big, piggyback off that, you know, uh, again, you know, this is a dream come true. This is something that, you know, you've been dreaming about since you were, you know, a little kid and now you still have that opportunity. So I would tell them to not lose that hunger. You know, uh, it's going to be curveballs in life and in the game in general. You're going to be hit with adversity. So it's how you respond, you know, so those guys just have to they have to be pros really fast, you know, because they're not going to have the luxuries to, you know, go in a place and learn. It's, it's, it's when you get there, take what you get and let's make it happen. You know, so I would just say, stay the course, uh, stay hungry and just take whatever, you know, uh, comes your way the best that you can, the best that you can. 
that's one thing that uh, Nate Washington, he went on Titans Brawl uh, the other day, and I heard him say uh, sometimes when rookies get into the NFL, they're like, well, you know, hey, I've made it, and they can kind of get complacent sometimes. Get laxed. Uh, right, yeah, right. And he was talking about A.J. Brown and how he, he's just kept that hunger, and that's uh, kind of what helped Ole him to guy. excel. Ole Miss, howdy, howdy, shout out. <laughs> My bad, and, I didn't mean to interrupt. I had to shout out. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's kind of what – allowed him to excel in his rookie season and right. hopefully continue to do so. I mean, we'll yeah. see, but hopefully I, I he think, I think to it do will. Things. I think it will, man, you know, and not because I know him and not because we went to the same school, but, you know, um, just, you know, some of the guys that's on the Titans, you know, the veterans that they do have, man, they got some good guys in the locker room. So he's going to see firsthand, you know, especially with Mike Vrabel. You know, I, I played with Mike Vrabel uh, for a season in Kansas City. You know, we were teammates, right? So I've seen, you know, the, the – how he approached the game. I see how he prepares for the game and he's a pro's pro, you know, so AJ Brown should, shouldn't have a problem going in because that's, that's what they do around there. You know, they, they work hard. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And I want to give you a chance to talk about uh, McCluster fit and, you know, yeah. just tell us about your company and, you know, where people can find it and right. uh, purchase your products, all that. All right. Well, yeah. So, uh, McCluster fit, you know, uh, re after recently retiring, you know, seven years in the NFL, then going on to play in the CFL and the NAL, uh, to, uh, cap off my career, you know, um, I've been around a lot of people, you know, and, uh, I've always been a guy, you know, you can probably ask any one of my teammates or coaches, you know, the way I approached the game and I gave it 110%, whatever I had to do, uh, whether it was mentally or physically, I wanted to make sure I got the job done. So, you know, when I, uh, retired, I was like, Hey man, you know, what do I do now? You know, yeah, I'm home. I have uh, more time with my family, my kids. I'm loving that aspect of it, but I'm a competitor. I'm a grinder. I got, I got to have some structure, you know? So I just started, you know, working out, you know, keeping myself in shape and kind of hashtagging my cluster fit. And I started getting a lot of people, you know, commenting, asking, Hey, are you, are you a trainer now? Or uh, how much do you charge to train? I was like, uh, no, man, you know, I'm just kind of working out to keep myself, you know, uh, in shape and feeling good about myself. And I got home and I told the wife, I said, hey, man, I don't know, man. I might have something. I might need to tap in, right? So I went and studied, you know, uh, got certified, took the test. And, you know, uh, this will be seven months now I've been doing it. So Mama Cluster Fit brand, you know, I, I started right in my nephew's uh, apartment gym. And now, you know, from, from one to two people, I have 20 plus clients now. And they're not all athletes, right? So I have my athletes, but I have the everyday person that, you know, wants to be in shape, that wants to feel good, that needs that extra light you know throughout their day or in their life in general you know and i pride myself on being that light you know so i have you know from ages eight all the way up to 55 you know uh my client age range and man i mean like i said the mccluster fit is a new brand for me uh my plan is to one day open up a gym in the near future but with this covid deal you know kind of slow things down but you know it's a blessing in disguise so i'm still learning i'm still you know just trying to pour this same energy, pour, like do everything I've done as a professional player and translate that over into this, this new world of mine, you know, and that's that training. So on Instagram, you can find me at uh, McCluster Fit. Uh, my regular page is, uh, you know, Dexter McCluster. Working on a website, working on a logo right now. But if you want some entertainment, you want some like real life situation type of things, man, my life is, you know, wide open, man. So I want to share as much as I can because like I said, I feel like, you know, I was, I've been blessed to, you know, be that light on every team that I was at in that spark, you know, in, in a game or whether it's needing to smile, needing something to laugh about, you know what I mean? So I've always been that guy. So McCluster Fit, that's my new baby. So I hope y'all trust me. Y'all come, you know, inquire about it. Come check me out if y'all like it. I'm your guy.
Well, that's definitely, I, I think it's a great thing you're doing, especially working with uh, non-athletes because uh, it's definitely important even outside of athletics to keep yourself in shape and take good care of yourself just so that you feel better and you know, you're happier on a, on a daily basis. Right. And it's just that, that vibe, man, just positive vibes. You know, you wake up, you start your day off positive, man. Just your, your day of, of, of kind of falling into place after that, man. But like you said, man, it's a lifestyle, you know, every single day, man, you want to live the best life that, that life that you can and as long as you can. So why not invest in yourself, you know? So uh, for, for those of you listening, if you, if you're wanting to invest in yourself and invest in happiness, make sure that you check out my cluster fit and see if he can help you out. Uh, kind oh, yeah. of, I most definitely will. Uh, you kind of already mentioned this a little bit. I was going to ask you, like, what is your end goal for McCluster Fit? Is is the gym the end goal, or are you hoping to make it bigger than that? Um, what's your honestly, vision? I, honestly, man, uh, my vision, I, I mean, I, I, every single day my vision changes, you know, because I'm never satisfied. You know, uh, I, I, want, I wanted to start training. I did that. I wanted to build my clientele. I did that. I want to get my gym, you know, that's, that's that big goal, you know, having a place, you know, with my McClucker Fit brand on there and I can walk in and, you know, hey, this is mine, you know, not from anything I've done in the NFL, but because of who I am, the type of person I am, the character I have, and just that, that go get a mindset, just that, that motivate, that inspire, you know what I'm saying? So I'm taking all that and putting it into that. So, hey, if I get that gym, well, when that gym opens, you know, that'll be it. But I'm pretty sure once I get that gym, you know, um, I'm going to think bigger. So. We shall see. Always, I would, I would definitely answer. Do I don't want to, don't want to sound cliche, but you know, uh, the sky's the limit, man. I'm a go getter, no matter what, man. I've always, since a young guy, always had to, you know, go over and beyond, and it stuck with me. So when I wake up in the morning, I find my motivation, and I go get it. That's the only way to be. Yes, sir. Getting some Titans memorabilia at a discounted price from a trusted site is a win-win, right? We'll make it a win-win-win by going to titanstimepodcast.com slash fanatics and shopping through our fanatics links to help out the podcast while you purchase your next favorite Titans jersey. That is titanstimepodcast.com slash fanatics. Kind of going back to your NFL career uh, and looking back on your rookie season, what is one thing looking back now that you wished you had known coming into your rookie year in the NFL? Ah, let's see, let's see, let's see. One thing I wish I would have known. Yes, it, kind of. If you could go back and tell yourself something, or right, tell me, right. Um, that that is not forever. You know, uh, it's gonna end one day. So, in every situation, every opportunity you get, you know, every game that you play, you know, just consider it a blessing, man. Because one day it's gonna be over. You know, when you're young, you're coming in you feel like, you know, hey, I made it. It's going to be forever. But one day it's going to end. So enjoy it now. Put everything you have into what you're doing right now, whether it's mentally, physically, getting, getting your body prepared every single day, taking care of the body, doing the little things early. So towards the end, you can have a great career, man, finish up and still be healthy and be able to live out, live out your life. Because football is really only a small portion of your life, especially professionally, you know. So, I mean – seven, 10 years go by, then boom, you have the rest of your life, you know? So again, man, just, I wish I would have told my, I wish I would have took a little bit more care of my body, but I'm still in pretty good shape. I'm still moving around. I, yeah, I, can, still get out there get, I can still get out there and give <laughs> it the business now. You know, I still got it, you know, but right now I, I'm, I'm definitely satisfied because I know I gave it. I gave everything that Dexter McCluster had when I played football, you know, so I can look back and I'm satisfied at that. So I'm all good, you know? 
I was about to say, you look like you could still get out there and uh, play right now. So. Oh, oh, yes. Sweet, sweet feet. I, I think for an owner, it might be something in the water in Florida, you know, because us Florida boys, it, it take a while for us to lose it. You know, I mean, you, you just, you just see, you know, you see, uh, what's his name, man? Uh, Ocho Cinco, man. He still, he still got them yep. feet, man. So yep. it's something in the water. I want to be about 50 years old still out there cutting the rug. There you go. <laughs> um, did you have a guy, it, whether it be in college or wow. even when you got into the NFL, that kind of took you under their wing or was a mentor to you or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, not really more so in college, but when I got to uh, the pros, you know, Dwayne Bow. you know, uh, we still mm-hmm. – he goes by Money Bow now. You know, he's an uh, athlete turned rapper now, you know. But uh, he um, – when I, the first day I walked in, you know, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm in the locker room, don't really know what to do. So, I'm just kind of, you know, kind of tight a little bit, you know. And he called me over to the locker. He said, uh, hey, you're a cluster, right? I said, yeah. He was like, you know what, man, from now on, you with me. So he kind of took me under his wing. And, and at that at that point, I'm like, damn, I looked at, looked at him as a, as a brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow, this is my older brother, my big brother. He's taking me in. He's showing me the ropes, you know. And just to see that the success he's had, and he, he did it his way no matter what. Every single day, every single game, every single – opportunity had, he did it his way man so I looked at that as motivation like man you know what man I can still be me and still go out here and light these people up you know so it, it was him that kind of took me on him out under his wing man and just showed me hey man look I'm gonna show you the way just follow it and I did that I think that guys like that are important to like you definitely yeah. on a team you need several guys like that in the locker room especially exactly. when the rookies come in to to just kind of show them the ropes and yeah, just make them feel a little less nervous, you know. Right, and 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 of course, you know they're gonna they're gonna actually they're gonna give you you know they're gonna get they're gonna bust your balls a little bit. Yeah, when you get yeah. There, man. But that, <laughs> I mean, it, it's cool. But honestly, though, uh, I never really I didn't get the 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 major ball busting when I got in. I'm not sure what it was. I don't know. Maybe it was my aura. Maybe it was that when I go out there, I don't care who you are. I'm gonna go out there and, and we're gonna compete every single time. But I don't know. They kind I kind of earned the guys' respect, you know, real early. You know, so I never really got. You know, when they have the rookie stand up and sing a song, whatever, like I, I'm not shy, so I get up and do it. So they stopped asking me after a while because yeah. they were like, "Oh no, nah, you you good? Because this is what you do. You love to do this. You sit down." So <laughs> I kind of I kind of snuck away from the rookie torture. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it is good to have those guys in the locker room that kind of make things a little bit more easier. You know, for the guys, you know, uh, coming in because at the end of the day, you guys are going to be fighting together to win games. You know, so you want to make sure that he's caught the speed and he's comfortable and he's ready to give his all you know, uh, every single game. Yeah. And if you're kind of easy going with everything and, you know, I mean, they might kind of, you know, give up on it a little bit, you know, you're, right, you're kind of right. hard to mess with a little bit. Right. I'm like, yeah, you want me again? Sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Y'all ready? Come on, let's go. You know what I mean? That's always been me, man. I'm a go-getter. You feel me? Um, you were like, I mean, you were just a really good kicker turner in your time. I mean, I was watching yeah. uh, the other day, I was watching some of your highlights and, just watching some of your your kick returns, your punt returns, I, I feel like you were extremely underrated. And I, I just want to know, does it feel better in a way to score like a kick or punt return touchdown than just a regular rushing or receiving touchdown? Or is it um, on a different I'll level? That, I'll answer that question first. Um, honestly, uh, I, I think I, I enjoy the, the, the punt return um, touchdowns a little more than just, you know, the average run or – the catch touchdown. I say that because, you know, it's, you know, it's a adrenaline rush. You know, you have to have courage to be back there. A lot of people are like, man, you're crazy to be back there. You got guys mm-hmm. coming full speed, trying to take your head off. But I told my guys, man, look, I trust you. And nine times out of 10, I've told them like 10 times out of 10, I'm catching the ball. I'm not fair catching. So 
y'all block, we're going to score this touchdown, you know. But it's just that adrenaline rush of the unknown. You catch it, you make the move, and in split seconds you have to you have to react, you know. So I love that. So it's, it's nothing like, you know, scoring a, a punt return touchdown or a kick return touchdown. And to go back to what you said before, I definitely um, – I've, I've definitely been underrated, you know, my whole career. Um, a lot of times I'm like, you know, I, I didn't really understand it. You know, I'm like, wow, you know, uh, I beat the odds. Every time you said I couldn't do it, I did it. Did it at a high level. You know, uh, a lot of things that people don't see uh, on the field, you know, even at practice, whatever it may be, like I said, I'm that light. You know, I, mm -hmm. I can I can bring out the best in a lot of people around me. And, and I get a joy in doing that, you know, so – just the behind the scenes stuff like that, you know, that, that they don't see. You know, I definitely was underrated, but that's what made me who I am. You know what I mean? Like even exactly. today in life, I'm always, you know, that, that underdog. Always, you know, well, he did it, but I don't believe he can do it again. You know, stuff like that. So I think, you know, going through that adversity and always been underrated and always having to, you know, show myself week in, week out, no matter what I did, no matter what kind of stats I put up, I still was the guy, he's too small, but – yeah, he ran that punt return last last week, but I don't know if he's going to. So it's always that doubt, you know. So I think, you know, carried on to my adult life, man, the way I, you know, the way I, I parent, uh, the way I, you know, uh, approach my marriage, the way I just approach, you know, people in general in life, man. Like, I'm an open book, man. Like, I really appreciate life, and I'm really living in my purpose. I thought football was my purpose, but, like, right now when I wake up, I'm not going to a job, man. I'm doing what I love to do, man. And, it's a blessing, man. So I'm happy where I am, man. So that underdog mentality has built and molded the man that you see right now. And oh yeah, for sure. Having people coming at you on a on a punt return, you know, a lot of the times, even if they did get back there to you, they weren't touching you. I mean, they're, they're yeah. Just... Uh, ten, ten times out of ten, that first guy, he 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 was always miss. Every single <laughs> time, he always missed. Maybe maybe one or two times in my career, that first guy made the tackle. That's because I didn't fair catch him. He was right in front of me, but. Almost ten times out of ten, that first guy he never he never makes it back. He always. I remember. Yeah, well, um, I, I think it, I want to say it was when you were still on the Chiefs. There was an eighty, and you may not remember this. There's an eighty-nine, I believe, yard punt return, and it's it, just against the. That, yeah, that was uh, Chargers. That was with the Chiefs. It, 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 no, it was that was it was the ninety-four was with the Chargers. The eighty, the eighty something was uh, against the Giants. Yeah, it was against the Giants. Yes, and yes, the Giants. It, it was just like that's one of my favorite plays to watch of you because it's just like there's right. so many guys that you're making miss just one after another just boom 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 and you're like yeah and, and it's and it's crazy it's crazy because like um that game right there so after the game was over with, yeah I made that touchdown the game's over uh all the reporters are coming to the locker room like man tell us about that punt return what were you thinking uh, da, da, da. and they were like uh what what made you spin and I'm like spin I I, I didn't remember spinning at all you know, during that whole thing because I was just I was in some kind of zone to where it was like my body was just reacting, you know. So when I went back inside, I'm like, damn, I did spin, right? <laughs> but just, you know, uh, when I caught it, man, it's so many things that happened during that play. But, again, I couldn't have done all that without, you know, the blockers, man. Like, mm -hmm. that year when I went to the Pro Bowl, I mean, they I, they had my full trust and they knew that I was going to catch the ball no matter what. So they knew if they blocked their man, something big is going to happen, you know. So we had that, you know, that, that respect, that uh, the unknown, but we kind of knew that, you know what, we're probably the best out here, so we're gonna make make them pay every single time. But that Aiden, that 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 punt return right there, that's probably gonna go down as one of my best punt returns that you know of my career, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Tanner said, I went back and uh, was watching some of your highlights and seeing the punt returns. Uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, it kind of works out in your favor, or at least while you were still playing, to be an underdog because there's a lot mm -hmm. of these returners that 
you know, the coach will tell the punter, do not punt it to him. Punt it yeah. out of bounds as far as you yep. can. And, mm-hmm. you know, you being underrated or that underdog, yep. they just kept punting you the ball. And even come if you come didn't – keep... Yes, sir. Even if you didn't take it for a touchdown, you know, a lot of the times you were taking it back for a lot of yards. Right. So Right. And, I th- and honestly, um, I, I think the coach probably was telling them not to punt it to me. But, again, I probably – that year I think I had like 50-something – uh, punt returns, and I only fair caught it like maybe maybe ten times that year. So I don't care where they punted it; if they kept it in bounds, I was always going to get it. So I mean, the coach probably told him to kick it away, but when they kicked it away, I was still going to get it. It takes right. a guy like that yeah. to to be a great yeah. punt returner. Yeah, courageous man. It's, it's it's some I won't say no names, but it's some guy that sit back because I actually watched that, you know, because that's something that I pride myself on, you know, being good at. And some guys back there, you can just tell they're just terrified. They're just mm-hmm. they just hoping to catch the ball, and that's it. Just catch the ball, and if I find a space, it's cool. But if it's traffic, I don't I don't really see that dog really come out of you know that that mentality. Like you know what, I I, I know the guys that want to be back there, and I know the guys that don't. And the guys that don't, that's when you get the guys that drop up a lot. They muff it mm-hmm. because they're not trusting themselves, or they're not trusting their their special teams unit. But like I said, I trusted my guys, and I knew every time I'm looking up, I knew they were doing their job. So I knew I was good. You can't be that guy that's that's scared because you can just end up costing your team, obviously, by, yeah. you know, muffing it or dropping it. And uh, after your defense is, has stopped the opposing offense, it's probably right. a little irritating. Momentum swing. After, yeah, momentum you know. swing. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And, you know, it wasn't just like the punt returns, too. You know, in those highlights, I was seeing – some of the times Everything. where you would back, line up receiver. at wide receiver, yeah. right? Some and man, there were catches. some of those catches. You would go up and yeah, yeah, you would go up and catch the ball, and I mean, get drilled yeah. right as you called it, yeah. and still hang mm-hmm. on to it. And you know, there's some receivers in the league even right now that right, you know, if they take that hit whenever they're trying to catch it, you know, they're not going to come mm-hmm. down with the ball. But right, you know, you had you had those hands, man. Yeah, yeah, the hand that I had all, all the ability to do it, just an athlete overall. But that would have been nothing if I didn't have that courage. If I didn't mm-hmm. have that, because you can't, you can't. There's no way you can play the game of football and be scared. Mm-hmm. It's a contact sport. You know, injuries are gonna happen. You getting hit every single play. You know, so if I'm gonna get hit, I'm gonna make sure it's gonna be worthwhile. I'm gonna come down with this ball and I'm gonna get up, shrug it off, throw a little first down, do a little something, mm-hmm. let them know, hey. It's okay. I'm cool. I expected that. You gave me that, but I got the ball first down. Let's keep moving. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's what separates a lot of people because some of those guys go across the middle and, you know, it's it's either them or the ball. And, you know, not a, a lot of the time, you know, they want to protect themselves. But, you know, man, I gave I, – I just I, – if I'm going to play this game, I'm going to give this game my all no matter what. Mm-hmm. You can't play the game scared. I'm going to go full speed. I'm going to get hit, but I'm going to get up if I can. You know, so, I mean, at the end of the day, if I can't get up, it is what it is. It's football. But if I can get up, I'm getting up and let's move on because I knew this is the game I signed up for. I knew this game I love. So, I mean, why play scared, you know? Right. Yeah, like you said, you you know you're going to get hit. So, mm-hmm. you might as well make it worthwhile. Might as well. Make it worthwhile. Come down with the yeah. ball. Yeah. Uh, and it's even more impressive because, you know, nowadays you can't quite hit a receiver like you could – Back when you right. played, and which is probably good for safety reasons, you know. I kind of yeah, like we yeah, yeah. I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, back when you were playing, especially like in your first couple of years. Yeah, that was the real. Like, def- yeah. Defenders could really lay it down on some of the receivers. Yeah. I mean, anybody. In e- general. E- yeah, even with the uh, even with like the um, the hits and all that, that was definitely you know uh, some big. But you know, let alone the training camp. So like, 
when I first got into the league, man, they were still doing the true tour day. So the like, we have practice yeah. full goal in the morning. We have practice full goal at night to where like, you're banging all day. You, you're tired. Like you're losing so much weight. You just, you're a crash dummy every single day. So I've witnessed the true tour days. And now, you know, with the new collective bargaining, uh, that happened like right after that season, I believe, uh, 2011 12 something like that mm -hmm. but uh when they did that you know um they went to you know has to have a walkthrough and then in the morning or in the afternoon or a practice in the afternoon so it couldn't be too full out practice it had to be a walk yeah. so i like that better i love that better you know as, especially as a player and then safety issues and just preserving the body but you know uh a lot of those guys should be thankful man because you know, it, it, when it was true two days, it was the real deal. It really made a lot of guys. It made some guys quit. I've seen guys, like, literally say football is not for me and left during that training camp. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It's tough. It's tough, man. It, it's it's a game. It, it takes sacrifice, man. You know, a lot of people see see us on Sundays or Monday nights or Thursday night football, and, you know, that that's that's the fun part of it, you know. But yeah. they don't see, you know, behind the scenes, man, it's, it's a real deal sacrifice every single day when you wake up. You 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 sleep, you breathe, you bleed football, no matter what. So you know, let alone being away from your family. So it's a sacrifice, man. So you no, know, a lot of people. So the the people that's out there right now, I got I got to say it. That's like what they get paid so much money. I don't know why. Know why they complain or da 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 and this and that. Listen, we honestly we're underpaid to be honest. Uh, a lot of the guys that you know really go like that really go out there and sacrifice the buyers that, you know, that mm -hmm. bring the money in, you know, we're the guys that's out there sacrificing. So honestly, if you want to be real, it's, it's guys out here getting underpaid, you know, because at the end of the day, without, without us, it's no football, you know, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can adopt me right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Big, big congratulations to him too, man. Kansas City Chiefs, man. I got a lot of love for the city, man. And, you know, they, they gave me a lot of love. So, with Pat Mahomes, Big Red, Andy Reid, man. Thank y'all again, man, for trusting and believing in you guys, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, huge congratulations. I mean, he reset contracts in the NFL pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he he's, <laughs> he reset the whole he, – he did a whole 360. It got everybody in the world shook, man. So, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, later how can they match that because that, that, that's a hell of a deal, man. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, you know, when me and Tanner first seen it, we were like, uh is this real i mean not even not just the money but also how, how many years right that's kind of exactly. unheard of right yeah like, but it was I, crazy I, yeah yeah but I'm, I'm pretty sure i didn't read the whole thing about it but i'm pretty sure you know it's yes it's a lot of years but i'm pretty sure he's accumulating a lot of money you know no matter he, he has a lot of things in there you know the small print that you know if this happens this is still mm -hmm. so it, it's it's a lot to it, man. So right. uh, speaking of contracts, man, shout out to Derrick Henry, my guy. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah, another one, man. Yes, sir, man. Congrats I, to my guy, man. I was actually going to ask you about that because um, I know you wore number twenty-two. Uh -huh. uh, I believe I know it was with the Chiefs and I think the Titans as well. Yeah, my, my whole my whole career yeah. until right. my, my last few years of uh, yeah. Uh -huh. I was thinking so so I mean. What are your thoughts on Derrick Henry? Do you think he can keep producing like he was at the end of last season? Or because right. I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, besides Titans fans, they're like, well, he's he's pretty good, but I don't know if he can keep this up, you know, with his workload right. and everything. But mm -hmm. you know, at and the same just... time, he's he's built different. He's like, different. He's different. Exactly. And look, the thing about it, if me five eight and one hundred and sixty five pounds soaking wet can do it. 
all right, he's okay. He has no yeah. problem, right? And that's and that's my guy, you know. Uh I've known him before this, you know. So uh we've always been been um, you know, keeping in touch, you know, even even now, you know, he gave me uh tickets to the game last year when the uh Titans played the Chiefs, you know. So we keep in touch, man. But I mean, he's a he's a guy, man. The the team moves as he moves. If they if if he's running and keep moving how he's moving and they keep feeding, man, they're pretty much unstoppable, man. And like you said, he's different, man. He's big, he's tall, he's physical, and he's fast, you know. All that in one big guy, you know. So, I mean, it's well deserved. And the Titans, they really, they really, you know, stumbled upon a, a, a diamond in the rough with him. You know, um, started off a little slow for uh, beginning of the year, uh, coming in. I think he kind of underestimated how big he really was when yeah. he came mm-hmm. into the NFL. And I think now he understands that it's nobody in his league that can tackle me. It's, and he has it's that hard mindset. to stop him. <laughs> and, that, and that's that's how he runs, you know. So, I I think he's going to continue to do this for years and years and years, man. If if he stays the course. And just stays focused, man, and stay keeping his nose clean. Uh, the Titans have a have a have a hell of a running back, man. We were glad oh, yeah. to you know, see him get paid. We're glad to have him. You know. Yeah, man, he yeah. deserves it, man. Hey, I don't think that's it, man. I'm just saying, I don't think that's it. I, I think, I think, so in some years to come, he's gonna double down on that, man. Mark my word. I sure hope oh, so. Yeah. We, I, for yeah. me, like. Watching a team pass the ball a lot is fun to watch, but there's right. something about watching a guy get it in the backfield and his mm-hmm. blockers just do all the right things and then yeah. and just completely take advantage of it just like that. And it, boom, game changing. Yeah, because it, it kind of really shows – yeah, it kind of really shows on a run play. It kind of shows, you know, uh, the importance of every single player on the team, you know. So as opposed to, you know, drop back, passing the ball, you know, everybody's focused on the quarterback. Uh, maybe the blocking up front, maybe, and whoever caught the ball, you know, that mm-hmm. that's the more important. Who threw it? Who caught it? Yep. But you know, that 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 running back, you know, get, get the ball in the hand. Who blocked who? Oh, he did this. He came off, got this guy. So it kind of shows the art, you know, of you know why we the, why we put so much time into practicing, you know, film study because it shows, you know, how important every single person is to the success of a play. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of thought it was funny last year, and, you know, this is one moment we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, you talking about uh, Derrick Henry realizing, uh, you know, talking about him realizing how big he was and that no one out there could tackle him. Right. And then you go back to the playoffs when, uh, right after the Patriots game, whenever it was going to be Titans versus the Ravens, and Earl uh-huh. Thomas saying, well, you know, the Patriots were just scared to tackle him. And then he finally excuse gets his me, chance. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah excuse he, me, he, sir. Get out of my way. I got moved. Yeah, exactly. He, he turns into his lead blocker. And, right, right. I mean, is there really any way for him to uh, necessarily come back from that whenever you – and why would you add more fuel to the fire of a guy who's right. that much bigger than you and running that hard? Because, I honestly, Eric – Eric Thomas, I'm sorry. I was about to take him. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a great player, physical, uh, high-energy guy. So – as a competitor, I think he really believed that. You know, yeah. he really like as a competitor, he believed that. You know what? Those guys are scared to tackle. I'm not. But he must have forgot to bring his lunch that day, man. <laughs> hey, at, the, at the end of the day, man, that, that's that's a big man coming at you. So if you're gonna come, you can't come lacking like that. You got to come with everything that you got, at least to, at least stand behind. You know, you know what you said. You know what I mean? Right. But again, not taking anything away from him. He's a hell of a player. Uh, a great guy. Played against him. Uh, competed against him. But again, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk that talk you got to walk that walk and that day you know he, he kind of uh you know disappointed a little bit 
<laughs> I think sometimes guys might actually forget how how big and strong Derrick Henry actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But again, like I said, I think he believed it. But you know, yeah, I, yeah. I think ne- I think next I think next time he'll pack his lunch. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah well, I think that, yeah. yeah. I think Derrick Henry's bringing a little bit more this year. I've been watching some of the workouts he's been doing. Yes. I, I think he's bigger and stronger than last year. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I saw some – I've been watching the same thing. I'm like, he's, he's an animal, man. Mm-hmm. I, every time I see him, I'm, I'm hitting him like, hey, I see you, but I see you. You feel me? So, in that aspect of it, he's a monster. So, I, somebody was like, well, he's gonna he's getting too big. He's going to slow down. I said, listen, man, the man is different. Let him do what he do, and y'all just sit back and watch the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he he has that man. You can tell he has that mentality now. You know, especially after coming off a year that he had last year, man. He he's he's ready. He he knows what he's capable yeah. of. So now it's time to keep stacking and stacking and stacking. So I think he has that that hunger right now, and I think it's going to be hard to stop when you got a guy that big and a guy that fierce and a guy that fast. When he believes in himself, every single play that you have nothing on me, uh, it's, it's going to be a long game for whoever's tackling. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, jumping back to your career, if someone were to uh, just start watching the NFL and want to look back at uh, your career, uh, some of your highlights and everything. Is there one moment that, you know, you would want them to know or really see? Would it be that punt return that you took for, I think you said 84 yards? Or what one moment would you really want them to see to kind of see? Uh, if they had just started you know, watching the NFL, say, last year and, right. and maybe – you know, not back when you were still in the league. Yeah, um, I would definitely, uh, if, if I wanted them to go back and, and see what the real deal was, um, I would have to say, you know, my first NFL game, you know, uh, I had just turned 21, you know, a month before, you know, so I was a baby. And, um, you know, playing on a Monday night uh, football uh, football platform, it's, it's nothing like it. Like everybody in the world saw it. And I was able to go out there and return a punt for 94 yards for a touchdown and at that time you know I broke the franchise record and I had that record for a few years before Tyreek came and um, I think he beat it by one yard you know a few years later but oh, you know uh, I would tell him to go see that and um, if you ask me why you know um, it'll just be simply like you know I've always been the underdog I'm small I've never I've never been the biggest guy out there but let me show you what you know that don't quit attitude that mm-hmm. let it go in one ear, not the other. Believe in yourself, that chip on your shoulder attitude. I, if you want to see that real deal dog and, you know, somebody that's fearless, go and watch that. And, you know, the rest is history, man, literally. And, I mean, there's definitely no shortage of stuff out there. If somebody had to go back and see just how great you really were, how how hard you were to stop, especially on the, right. the punt returns and stuff. Yeah, man, come 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 enjoy some of my world, man. Just come enjoy some of Dexter McCluster, man. I promise you, you won't regret it. <laughs> uh, I, I want to know: is do you have any like regrets from your career? Um, any regrets? Uh, as far as on the football field, uh, I have no regrets. Um, off the field, I do. You know, uh, you got to live and you learn. And like I said, when I got to the league, I was twenty years old, and you know, being 20 years old, fresh out of college and being handed, you know, X amount of uh, money, you know, um, I wish I would have not clubbed as much early and, uh, you know, kind of saved a little bit, but you live and you learn, you know, uh, I'm 20 years old. I'm going to, I'm going to go out and party. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out and, you know, treat everybody. One thing, okay, I'll take that back. One thing I want to say is, listen, you don't always have to be the life of the party for the, the, the rookies that's getting these new contracts and going out. 
you don't have to always pay for every single thing, everybody that's around you. Hey, you got to where you are by being you. It's okay here and there to treat or do what you want to do, but at the end of the day, you don't have to go and take care of everybody's deal, man. See, see who can stand on their own, and that's when you really find your true friends, man. And and that kind of goes back to like what you said earlier about it. it doesn't it don't last forever because right you never know when might be that last contract. Right, right, and I think I thank God, you know, um, with maturity, you know. So uh, you know, me and my wife been together fourteen years, been married five, so we've been together through everything, you know. So I got her on my side when I feel like I'm going astray. You know, she brings me back in, and you know, where I am now, I'll be thirty two next month. Where I am now, man, just. I think totally different now. You know, it's not, it's really not about me. It's about my family. So everything that I do, I have to make sure I do it the right way because I have a family. I have four daughters. I have a wife. I have people depending on me. So when I go out now, if I feel like it, yeah, hey, you know what? Drinks on me. But when I go now, hey, if I don't feel like it, hey, this going to be separate woo woo because I know now that if you're a true friend, you're not just sitting here, what can you do for me? Yep. Taking handouts. You're standing on your own. And hey, you know what, Dex? I got it this time. That's what I want to hear. So if if you like again to the guys that's coming to the league, you don't have to pay for every single thing all the time. Save your money, do what you gotta do, and when you're done and retired, you can relax. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm relaxing. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And if you've got people uh, you know, that are, if you've got people around you that that are, are kind of expecting that from you, maybe yeah, they've got the wrong mindset. You know. Right. And I wish I wish I would learn earlier. But again, you got to live and you learn. You know, my wife's been telling me, you know, my parents have told me plenty of times, hey, Dex, I don't know about this guy, that guy. So and I, I guess I was so blinded because I was just in that atmosphere. I was able to do whatever I wanted to do, just go pay for whatever I wanted to pay for. So I was kind of lost in the sauce, so to speak, you know, but mm-hmm. now that I take a step back, I'm, I'm a little older now. It's like, OK, now I can tell this guy, hey, it's good to have fun. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have good. You're going to have bad. But at the end of the day, man, take care of yourself and take care of your future, man, because at the end of the day, it's not forever. It can be one year. You can have a great year one year, and the next year, you know, something tragic happens, and now your career career is over. So have that mindset, man, and attack everything that you do like it's your last. Because literally it could be your last. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, from your time with the Titans um, – you know, if you could talk about that some, because I, you know, that was a rough couple of years, uh, 2014, yeah. they went to, him, you know, y'all went to him 14, then 2015, three and 13. <laughs> um, yeah. but you know, do you have a person that was with the organization or playing on the team then or a favorite thing from your time with the Titans? Yeah, man, I enjoyed my time here in Tennessee. Um, and again, as you see, I'm still here, uh, after, you know, leaving the uh, Titans. I've been here for six years now in Tennessee. Great place so. to be. This, yeah, it is, man. This is home for me and my my family. This, this is where I raise, raise my kids until they're out of my house. And then I might move on the beach on a lake house or something after that. And I get a little older in age, upper in age. But, um, yeah, back to the question. I'm sorry. I went off. To, I went left. What was oh, the question man, again? You're I oh, you're good. Uh, so just your favorite thing or favorite person Titans. from your there time you with the Titans. Yeah, yeah. So, um, honestly, uh, he was only there, I think, a year with me. Uh, but Leon Washington. Um mm-hmm. Uh, and Jackie Battle. I don't know if you remember Jackie Battle Jackie running Battle, back yep, as well. Yeah. We played together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played together in, uh, in, with the Chiefs as well. But having those guys around, man, they were like true pros, man. They were just good guys 
in general, man. They were guys that, you know, came motivated all the time, that, you know, lifted you up spiritually, whatever it may be. They were always there. You knew that you can go to them for anything. So those guys kind of, you know, made it made it real easy for me coming here. But again, man, just, you know, the organization, it, it was it was fun here, man. I had um, Coach uh, Romeo Cornell uh, when he came in, you know, uh, he was, he was another guy that he, he was a, a great guy at heart, you know, just had nothing but, you know, high things to say about him. So my time here, man, I enjoyed it. I wish I would have been able to uh, finish that last year on my contract here, man. But again, man, life just chose different for me. But again, my time here, I really, I, I guess for moments, I really don't, man. But, you know, come, coming in here, it's just, just the atmosphere, whether it's, you know, just the, the, the country aspect of it, you know, uh, just, just, just the whole Nashville experience has been good for me, man. So I enjoyed every moment I played for them, man, and I enjoy every moment that I that I don't, and I sit back and I still root for them. So it's just fun, you know, especially being That's on the other good. end of the spectrum now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I want to know, like, is there? Are you pretty selective about the guys from your NFL career that you you still talk to today? Or there are a lot of guys that you really stay in touch with quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I stand touch with a lot of the guys, man. Yeah, uh, whether like you know, whether they were starters or, or not, whether they're practice squad, you know, it's yeah. a lot of guys that I keep in touch with. But it's truly a brotherhood, man. So again, like when when you're in this, you know, uh, in this elite world with the you know some of the best of the best, you know, you you mm-hmm. you become you know brothers over the over the time that you spend because you see each other every single day. You you probably know more about him than you know you you know about you know your cousins uh, back home, you know, because yeah. you spend that much time you know, with those guys. So just that camaraderie aspect of it all, man, that's one thing I can't say. I, I definitely miss that part of it, man. Just being in the locker room, being around the guys, because you form, you know, uh, lifetime, you know, friends, you know, forever, you know. So, again, a lot of the guys, teams I played for, we still keep in touch to this day, man. So it's it's definitely a positive. It's almost like a big fraternity, man, you know, yeah. whether you're playing or not, you know, we all keep in touch because we all have, you know, the same interests. Oh, yeah. Um you know, another question I have for you, whether it be during practice on uh, any of the teams you were on or just in an actual game, mm-hmm. who would you say is um, like the hardest hitter uh, that you've ever went up against? Because uh, like yeah. I said, you know, I've seen some of those times where you went up and caught the ball and took an absolute shot. Right. And I guess, I guess, I guess I'll tell you uh, two quick stories and I, maybe if I can find a picture, I think it's up there. Um, it'll verify my uh, my story. But um, the hardest I've been hit in my career was my rookie year. And my first playoff game ever it was in Arrowhead. It was freezing cold. I, it was like like six, to, six or seven degrees, something like that. It was, it was freezing cold, you know. So me being a Florida boy, I'm definitely not used to that cold. So it, it was a tough game for me, right? And um, so Ed Reed, we were playing the, uh, the Ravens. So, you know, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, all the, the guys that I grew up, watching the guys I'm like man these guys are monsters right so I'm out there like I said 21 years old um Matt Castle was our quarterback and we played here with, with the Titans well so he was the quarterback he dropped back on the play and I wasn't open but he was about to get hit so he kind of threw the ball to me and I knew I was gonna get hit like one of those plays you said I was gonna get hit so I might as well catch it so when I caught it Ed Reed hit me so hard I ran off the, I made the catch but I went to the sideline and you know I know you know when when you when you get a big hit put on you the cameras are all in your face, you know, the, yeah. everybody wants to see you and all that. So I knew that I couldn't move my mouth, but I couldn't feel the left side of my chest. It was hurting that bad. So Man. I whispered to my coach, without moving my mouth, I said, uh, hey, coach. And he was like, yeah. I said, uh, I can't feel my chest. 
And he was like, uh, do you still want to play? I said, yeah, just get me to the locker room, right? So we get to the locker room. Uh, they gave me a shot of, uh, I think it was like Novocaine or something. He just numb, numbed it up completely, but I was still able to to play. Mm -hmm. So after that game, you know, uh, I went to the, uh, he came to me at the end. He was like, hey, little fella, hey, man, uh, they need to give you the ball more, man. But, hey, you want to be a hell of a player? Keep Keep doing what you're doing. I said, man, listen. You probably hit me the hardest I've ever got hit in all my years and days of playing football. Like even like after that till this day, that's the hardest I've ever been hit. It's the Ed Reed hit, and the same game, Ray Lewis. I had hey, this is my time for redemption, right? I had to get, I had to redeem myself. I get the ball, boom! I make a move at at the running back position. Guess who I see? It's me and Ed Reed. So the smart thing to do is make a move, make a miss, get out. Me, on the other hand, the not scared of I'm approved that I'm not small and all this, I went head up. Boom, hit him. I went one way, the ball went the other way. So the coach <laughs> chewed me on the sideline. So that my first, my rookie year, my first playoff game was the hardest I've ever been hit and the most humiliated, humiliated I've ever been because, you know, those guys, they put, a, they put a whooping on me. They really gave me that welcome to the NFL moment. You know, it took all season to get to that moment. So I respect them for that, man. But. Again, those are Hall of Famers. Those are goats. So yeah, if there's anybody to have it something. from, it's Ed Reed. Right. I mean, right, oh, yeah. right. So I, I got a picture in here of both of them just like smashing me. I'm getting folded up. But you know, when my when my grandkids when I get older, they be like, "Hey, pop, pop, uh, they they hit you hard." I say, do you, "But do you know who that is? That's Ed Reed. Look, that's a Hall of Famer right there. You know, <laughs> I played with those guys. Your papa was, you know, one of those guys, right? So it's it's cool, man. Just to know that, you know, I've lived that a childhood dream, man. I can you know, still be able to motivate and put that same energy into something else, you know, that I love. So I'm just in a good place right now. Yeah, man. I mean, absolutely. And uh, I don't know that we, we've got anything else. We really want to thank you for cool. coming on. It was, uh, it was great, you know. Um, like I said earlier, you don't know how much it means to us, and we just yeah. really, really appreciate you doing this, coming on, talking to us. Most definitely. I appreciate you guys. And next time when I have my McCluster Fit Camp, I'm going to reach out, man. We can go definitely get on here and promo it a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, we'd, yes, we'd love to have you back on again. Oh, yeah, anytime, man. Anytime y'all hit me up, man. Y'all know I'm a approachable person, man. Just hit me in the DMs, man, and give me a call, and I'm your guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, thank you. Uh, oh, yes, sir. Man. For your family uh, and you. Um, and just hope that you have a good one, man. I appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good night, man. Thank you. You too. Tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Tighten, Tighten up. up. Have a good one. You too. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. Check out our Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. Check out our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. We have articles going up on there all the time. Check out our YouTube, Titans Time Podcast. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. Tighten up.